work overkill here and give this on Triple M, hopefully around the nation. I understand we're not going out in some states at the beginning there, Mr. Marsden. Yeah, I'm not sure. All I right. have no idea what happened. Let's start the show all over again. Let's oh. do it. <laughs> you want to start it all over again? Come on. Let's okay. Oh, all right. Okay, here we go. Got him with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, enough of that. What's <laughs> going on? Did somebody not plug something in? I don't know. Um, oh, I can't work it out. People of Brisbane missed some gold, didn't they? It was amazing. <laughs> some of the best Brisbane material ever. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people you may be saying? It's myself, Tony Martin, in camera. I'm always worried when we do those that uh, people are going to be pushed away by the trivia, <laughs> by the arcane references to Stephen Sagal. But no, no, more callers than ever. They love it. Even when we were talking about uh, irregular shaped. Uh, video boxes. Oh, yeah, that's a good, the, the craze, Rich. That was a beauty. Yeah. The one where you got, you pulled out the oh, craze yeah. that had the blood in it. Absolutely. Yeah. That was uh, the old or VHS uh, covers. We've had someone, uh, Mark, has called him today. He worked at a video shop that had a, por- a porno film. <laughs> Possibly one in the Electric Blue series. Oh, yeah. Some sort of craze thing on the front. Scratch and sniff panel. <laughs> Lasted two days, he reckons. Scratch and sniff. I know. Doesn't be thinking about. Uh, listen to this. Andrew says, to finally end this nonsense on your show about how did Superman cut his hair? They showed it on that TV show with Dean Kane. Do you remember that one? That's why no one knew. That's why no one saw it. <laughs> Lois and Clark, they placed kryptonite mm. just close enough yeah. to Superman's head to weaken the strength of his hair. Mm-hmm. And then they can give him a haircut. What Joe Bailey does. Celebrity hairdresser Joe Bailey. I've seen him do that to Perry Ann. That's a little bit of kryptonite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to soften her up a bit. Give her the chop. How's that? Oh, yeah. The man worked that out. That it was their distance testing? Yeah, I think so. Bit closer. Bit closer. I'm glad that. that's finally been put yeah, out Oh, gosh. Hey, uh, Rich, I might need something here. Listen to oh. this. Mm. Film Pirates is now a misdemeanor in New York City. The summer blockbuster movie season just ahead. We're going to look forward to that. Uh, Bloomberg, Mayor Bloomberg has signed legislation on Tuesday that upgrades film pri- pri- uh, piracy from a violation with a $250 fine to a misdemeanor that carries up to six months in jail and penalties of $5,000. Wow. Six months in jail for video pirates. So if you're found with a pirated copy of, like, you know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 3, you could be in jail. It also says here that people found with pirate copies of Save the Last Dance will be ordered to undergo counselling. <laughs> No change from that dollar. A dollar? It's not even Friday. Normally, we wait till Friday. Before things it's a segue, though, isn't it? Do you want to talk budget? Oh, yeah, the budget. It's yeah. not. Stop. See? Come back, listeners. Yeah. I know there's no more boring subject than the budget, yeah. but I did speak to Peter Costello about it earlier today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they do that thing now, the politician. doesn't matter whatever you say to them. You'll see this on Laurie Oaks. They'll just ignore the question and just repeat whatever yeah. catchphrase they've come up yeah. with. I have soft on something. Yeah. I got a fair bit of that from Peter Costello. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Costello, I don't really understand the budget. Um, could you explain what you're going to do in layman's terms? Well, all I put it is, uh, is this. Um, the Commonwealth is not going to go out and drive. We have a lot to borrow. Uh-huh. Commonwealth government is not going to borrow. No, we're not going to borrow. Uh-huh. But the Commonwealth Government is not in the business of borrowing. No. And just in case you had any doubt, uh, the Commonwealth is not going to borrow. No. We're not going to borrow. Right. Now, you've thought about this? This is a long-term issue. 
we've thought about this a lot, and you've come to the conclusion that we're not going to borrow. Right. The Commonwealth Government is not in the business of borrowing. We are not going to borrow. Now, what about after the election? Well, uh, I'm not going to speculate on uh, what might happen after the election. Right. My focus is this week's budget, mm-hmm. and the Commonwealth is not going to borrow. Right. I think that's been well and truly established. Well, uh, I'm just making the point that we are not going to borrow. I know you are. And that's what we'll be doing. I know. Uh, what we're planning to do here yeah, yeah. is... Don't say We are not... Oh, no, no, no. To borrow. All right, just drop it. Well, um, let me make this point. No, because um, I know what it's going to be. But now, without using the words not and borrow, could you explain in simple terms what you hope to achieve with this budget? I don't think so. Oh, come on, come on, give it a go. We will not. Uh-uh. Don't say borrow. Spend. Yeah. More. Right. Then. Mm-hmm. We have. Well done. Uh, we will not borrow. Oh, let's change tack completely. Borrow. Stop it. Um, I hear you're going to be riding a float at this year's gay Mardi Gras. I don't think so. Uh, no, I've heard you're wearing a military uniform but nude from the waist down. I'll leave that alone. Thank you, pardon me. No, come on. What do you call yourself again? The Chief Steward of the Australian Economy. Thank you, Mr. Costello. We are not going to borrow. <laughs> What you mean, the federal treasurer? That might be it. What if you think of yourself as the federal treasurer of Australia? He's going to start wearing a sash. <laughs> the one he represents, uh, the steward of the economy. I can see that uh, your soup is going cold. It's the soup course. Nicky and I are enjoying a delicious soup. No, Richard, you yeah. may not have a bite and or a slurp if it were. There's five courses throughout the show. Clearly, yeah. people need to eat, so let's have a song. We'll be back with more in a moment. I'll get this. Suddenly, I see hearing a around the nation on Triple M. Thanks to the increased pulling power of the Mr. Navarra, we've been able to correct the satellite, and we're now going out in Brisbane, Port Link, Sydney, Adelaide, and Melbourne. Booyah! Just as well. I think we were only going out to the office for a not the beginning. I know what happened. I was testing poorly too. Wasn't it? The, worm, the worm was going south. That's too neat. Remember what we heard over the PA this morning? What did we hear? Come on. Oh, there was uh, all staff to the boardroom for a brainstorm. Why didn't you go? Didn't you tell me you've been invited to a brainstorm? Yeah, I've been invited to a fine store. Fine store. I still don't know what a fine store. I'm going to find out. I found a weak link. This is where people wear capes. The energy captain. The energy captain wears a cape. Is this where people just word associate? Okay, so I'll say like breakfast cereal. Um, smashing, fantastic, unbelievable. Go rich. Breakfast cereal. Usually. No, yeah, see, that's too that. literal, brother. Too literal. Too literal. No, but it could be. It's a word association. You need words that have energy. Pow! Knockout. Cocoa puffs. Crunch. Crunch. Crunch is good. Yeah. Crunching prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can wear the cape for a while. There's no brainstorm. Hello to everyone who has workplace brainstorm. I came up with a fugitive. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did actually. Well, that was your idea. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. So I'm a brainstorm king. You are? That was just oh, your idea. The radio fugitive? Yeah, that was mine. Really? Mm. It was just a dude wandering around you had to find. No, well, what it was, I came up with... Uh, Wasn't that an American idea that somebody stole? Not that I know of. Okay. <laughs> 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 
serious did he go? No, what it was, well, I came up with the idea of trying to find one man in a town yeah. in Adelaide, and then it, just, it got you know, it brainstormed and worked, and then it became... Uh, well, wasn't the thing you like, called off because of safety issues pretty much as soon as it got started? <laughs> so your idea was... <laughs> no, it got, it got to taken on. A lot of other stations took it on and had a man in a white suit. Some other guy in a convertible just dishing out cash. It became much more, too much work. It wasn't about the truth. So you reached it, was it your idea was just to follow a guy around for a while, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, like and you thought you'd turn it into something. No, no, honestly, what, police? No, this is a radio promotion. What are you talking about? What about this for an idea? I just followed Matthew McConaughey around for ages. You take photographs. I don't know if you're Australian enough, Richard Martin. No. I'm suggesting no. you're an Australian. I've got all my radio ideas from America, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you taking that on? Look at that. Yeah. I was just guessing. Yeah, music variety, that was yours, wasn't it? He can't wait till we go to a song and it'll be Did you hear that for real? Yeah. Did you hear that? That was an American idea. Really? Who said that? Who said yeah. that? And Dobbo would know that? Yeah. Am I going to be in trouble? Yes, you will be in trouble. No. Is he Australian enough, Big Cavalier? No. Uh, quick test, Australian enough test. Now, I don't really remember why we're doing this, Rich, but I found it yeah. on my desk this morning. Uh, I thought, yeah. he's been getting away with it for too long. Mm. Ready, Richard? Yeah. So, let's get into the quiz zone. <laughs> Actually, quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Probably work for you. 
Who is Rihanna? Oh, Rihanna. She did the. She invented the uh, the riff for Tainted Love. Oh, right. She got in the time machine. Invented the riff and took it back. Thing where people do a song that's ripped off, like yeah. uh, Gangster's Paradise yes. or Can't Touch This, and then they think they're great. And then, of course, the next single comes out and it's rubbish because they didn't have the. Because they didn't think they ripped off. They didn't have anything stolen in there. Yes. Uh, so, Rihanna, the latest. I think Under My Umbrella. No. It's a song you can feel yourself getting stupider. Oh, I love these. It's the lyrics. Go, listen to these lyrics. Jamelia, she wrote goes to the same song, uh, lyric writing school as Jamelia. Remember that first song? Everybody's talking about A-O, A-A-O. I'm constantly talking A-A-A-O. That's all I can do. We need a piranha task force yeah. to round these people up. Mm. Ella, Ella. Oh, wow. A-A-A. Yeah. Good. That's fantastic. I like it. I do like it, though, when uh, a word gets changed to fit the scan, oh, you know, when there's not enough syllables in the word. Mm. Jim Rogers did a fantastic one. What is that song where he talks about a Bowie compilation tape? <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot say the word compilation anymore. It's compilation as far as I can imagine. All right, what is the worst uh, lyrics ever written? We may get to that later in the program, but, oh, that budget. Oh, that's Doesn't it look interesting? We've got some bombshells coming up soon. I'll get there. Dreamworld. That's the Shadow Minister for the Environment and Band here at Get This on Triple M around the nation. People have been calling in with their bad song lyrics. Uh, Ian called in to say that Toto's Africa has... Until we get to the lyric, there's a bit about... Oh, my it just says a bit about Mount Kilimanjaro. He goes... I know, do what's right. Sure, but Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. <laughs> so uh, one mountain rises like another mountain. Yeah. <laughs> That's the idea, is it? Yeah. Okay, can we go worse than that? Well, I know Nickelback. Um, oh, the playlist. Yeah, I know. And it's out of town. It's also like shooting fish in a barrel a little bit, you know, because <laughs> there's so many songs, but... Feeling Way Too Damn Good was the name of one of their early singles. Yeah. Um, and it's got an eric, a lyric here that is kind of uh, icky. Anyway, take a listen to this. Feeling way too Uh, easy E line, 
in uh, one of his rap songs where he's talking about a girl and he says, she's bad, no body is badder, but she got more crabs than a seafood platter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very popular on the playground. Not as bad as under my umbrella. Ella. Ella. A. 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 I'm telling you. She sold a million copies. Hello, Bakers. Hi, Bakers. The Bakers have started to email in and thank us for Get That. Stop, Bakers. Get That mm. is the best of Get This. Tasty Bunch Bakers goes out at the prime niche-friendly time of 6 o'clock on Sunday morning. So get up. Look at this. Have oh. a look at that bloke there. That yeah. is a baker listening to our show. <laughs> As he attacks a piece of pastry. <laughs> Look at him go. Elbows deep in dough. That's Luke Stanaforth. Hello, Luke. Oh, Luke. He's one of our Get That listeners. Look at all those trays of bread. And once you encourage people to send photos, then you get photos like this. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> what do you got? Remember Capril? Yep. People wearing capes to work. Yeah, yeah. This bloke here. What's he doing? Rowan. Yeah, Rowan. He's Rowan Mount, in fact. Yeah. That's his name. Says the question is not, are you capable? No. But are you capable, Sat? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's his ball, Sat. That's his ball, Sat. And this <laughs> is cape. It's made a cape for it. <laughs> that have won. I don't think that would have won. From here. It's nice. No, thank you for making a cape for it, Rowan. You should sell these at the markets. Yeah. <laughs> April as well as really over. Hey, it's awful. It's over forever now. He's used a face washer and an extremely tight rubber band. And he's not sent it in in the correct month. He's sent it in, well, possibly correctly, during this May. Oh, so who looks the idiot? <laughs> Me. The left I'm one. one. <laughs> Holding it. <laughs> Can you hold it away from me, please? <laughs> hey, what about Elliot Burley? Hi, Burl. Elliot Burley wants us to celebrate... February. I'm expecting we'll be sacked by February, <laughs> but if we're still here, we'll give it a crack. Yeah, that's a good idea. He wants everyone wearing a little red fez like uh, Mustafa in the Austin Powers yeah, movie. Feral. Feral, I think. Whoops, going back to the movie show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all the mail out of the way. What about stories from the news? What have you got there, Kevley? Oh, Tony, it wasn't anything. Okay, what about uh, this volcano eruption yeah. in Hotel Foyer? What happened? A Minnesota guest fled a U.S. hotel in terror after a mock volcano erupted unexpectedly. The uh, one unexpectedly. The seven-meter volcano at the Edgewater Hotel and Water Park was made of plastic. Guests escaped into the car park after it started belching smoke, <laughs> shooting flames, <laughs> and spewing lava. <laughs> <Smoke> lava. <laughs> what happened, Dave? Oh, we've been waiting for hours. Oh, a volcano erupted in the hotel. Is this? A mock volcano. Wouldn't it be good? If a lot of really B-list uh, movie actors were staying at the hotel <laughs> and all got trapped in the foyer by oozing mock lava <laughs> at the fashion of bridge from some sofas, like a really bad version of When Time Ran Out. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin sucked into the lava, <laughs> sacrificing himself to save Ali Sheedy. Wouldn't that be great? A fake B-list movie actor eruption. Fantastic. Chad Nelson will save the day there. I don't know why Stephen Baldwin would be in town, though. Mm. Launching the Biodome range, range of restaurants, perhaps. <laughs> hey, that's a good theme restaurant for bad movie actors. That's a good idea. Oh, wow. mm. We do that today. <laughs> we got the budget to get Oh, that. sorry. Read, listen to this. Man forced to marry goat. Uh, a man in Sudan was forced to marry a goat after yeah. the goat's owner caught him red-handed in a relationship with my goat, as the owner put it. Suddenly I heard a goat noise. The goat made a loud noise. Immediately I rushed outside to find Mr. Well, what's his name? Was naked and engaged in a relationship with my goat. 
When I asked him what they were doing there, he fell off the back of the goat, so I captured him and tied him up. Wow. What? When I asked him what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? Helping the goat. Just helping it. Was he wearing a tiny cape downstairs? He was. A washcloth. They said I should not take him to the police, but rather let him pay a dowry for my goat because he used it as his wife. Okay. And this reminds me, I was up in Sydney, as you know. Uh, it reminds you. Sorry? <laughs> I'm really frightened by Halcyon days. Remember I went up to Sydney yeah. and I said I was going to do some ADR for that dodgy film? Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got to get to that. Right? And the director said, oh, yeah, I was doing my ADR and I saw something. I said, what? Well, ADR is when you redo your lines yeah. so they weren't recorded properly. Yeah, because we didn't have any sound on the camera that day. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I said, what's that? That's a new scene. What's that? And he went, oh, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. So we put it back and it was him dressed as a, as a hick. Right, yeah, sort of dressed as Yahoo serious, having sex with a goat in a paddock. And I said, This is one of the new things. This is a new scene that he's added to, to try and help the sale. This is a real Australian film called Meat Pie. And I said, Currently struggling for a release. Can you believe that? <laughs> I said, You can't show this. You can never show this in a cinema. <laughs> this scene can never be shown. And apart from anything else, the goat looks really bored. <laughs> Uh, we're living with a sex with goat nanny state. <laughs> Any goat nanny state. Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. Um, I think that's all our sex yeah. with goats news out of the way. <laughs> Who said we're too niche? Not me. What about their budget? Uh, it's getting... I'm so bored. I like that idea that we were talking about. What? Theme risk. Yeah, let's do that. Planet. No, well, we've got to do the budget. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we will do theme risk. Yeah, go for it. Maybe this conversation should happen during the ad. Right. Plenty of frocks and one or two socks. To the Nissan Navara with more pulling power. That is a blokey truck. Is it blokey enough for the people in this room? Oh, come on. It's, oh, yep. Whatever. Come on, let's give them some blokey music. It's Triple M for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have some rock. Come on, Richard, hit the guitar. Oh, okay. Okay. This is rocking enough. You're going to have to sing it. Now, the problem is, I've worked it out, 
Why do these people infuriate us so? It's not because if you're on one reality television show and then you go away and you do a couple of nightclub appearances, yeah. you, know, you have a few free shots of Bacardi yeah. and you never heard from again, no dramas. It's because there's always somewhere to go. You know, after the Big Brother, all right, well, then we go on these takes too. And then you kind of claw your way onto like, you know, celebrity pottery. And then you're on Bed Homes and Gardens <laughs> talking about the best garden gnome of the month. And it just goes on and on and on. It infuriates us because they do nothing and they're so much more well-known and successful than us. Yes. <laughs> Is that what it's about? Yeah, but they're not I doing it. I swimmer so I can get a logie. They're not climbing. Talkback This is budget night. <gasps> wow. What will Peter Costello be drawing? Wearing? Oh, is that right? First question. You think he needs a red carpet makeover? Tony Wilkins. Who are you wearing? <laughs> Ron Bennett. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be any bombshells. This uh, Laurie Oak sent me to sleep with his analysis. Um, he called the was. Do you remember last year? Remember last year? Costello's budget speech, he was fixated That's true. on just one. Mm. Big ticket item. Have we got that speech from last year? Mr. Speaker, in the five year period from 2004 5, we have allocated $12.7 billion to the bionic ear. <laughs> this budget continues the government's strong commitment to the bionic ear. <laughs> the strength of Australia's military will always remain the bionic ear. <laughs> Tonight I am announcing a new comprehensive tax reform plan with three parts. First, the self-employed would be able to claim a full deduction for the bionic ear. Second, the government will seek the cooperation of state governments to maintain their contribution in real terms to the bionic ear. And third, the government will provide $200 million to establish up to 10 new funds in a new round of the Bionic Ear Investment Fund Program. Yeah. It is estimated around 370,000 people will receive this additional Bionic Ear. Yeah. In addition to this, this budget takes progress much further with a range of measures, including changes to make the Bionic Ear more attractive, aligning thresholds for small business to simplify eligibility for the Bionic Ear and simplifying and extending access to the bionic ear. Yeah. Mr Speaker, this is a budget which will build opportunities for the bionic ear. And I commend the bill to the House. I tried to start a fund. In get called back. What's going to happen tonight? What do you think, listeners, will be amongst the budget bombshells? But what do you want? What do you want to see some cash yeah, for? Because, you know, you're a taxpayer. What kind of investment are you looking for? It's your money that he's giving back to you. Mm. So we want what's going to be in the speech. Mm. And maybe what else is going to happen? What do you want? I'd like to think the Chaser boys are going to somehow oh, sabotage. Come on, boys. Get in there. What's your the, night of knowing? That's the Lokis. Yeah, I know. delirious. And yet, they're just constantly berated. Oh, you'll never be invited again. How dare you? Organisers are furious. How dare they bring entertainment to the Logies? Isn't that red carpet business? They were pouring white white powder on the red carpet. But you watch that red carpet business, it's just an ad. 
It's just a series of product names. What are you wearing? Well, Lisa Hope. Okay, well, we haven't going to come. I'm going to come dressed in a giant thing of toothpaste uh, if I go next year. What are you wearing? I'm wearing Colgate. Uh, maximum dental freshness. <laughs> in store. We have to interrupt this stream of product names to go to some air. Yeah. <laughs> so good on the chaser boys. I'd like to think they'll be in there pantsing the uh, treasurer, doing something like that. Wonderful. On Sunday, on Sunday night, I bumped into the priest that was meant to be involved in some sort of guerrilla sketch that had lied. Right. They were giving uh, Richard Wilkins the last right. Something like that, but yeah. I bumped into the guy, but he couldn't get into the logo. So, yeah, I've never seen a priest look so forlorn. Oh, it was very disappointing. He wasn't hot enough. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? Let's not wearing the right collar. <laughs> All right, what do you think's going to be yeah. in there? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was really looking for callers. I teach you, I want... <laughs> Four sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> that what you're looking for? Yeah. Bay Marie Levy. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. I just look. Oh, I, I always want the same thing. I just want more money towards, like, you know, TV production stuff. Make okay. some TV shows. All oh, right. Make some TV shows. I mean, we've got what's good for you, and I should be dead. But is that enough? <laughs> something for gut to appear. In. You know, what about something along the lines of, should I? Is this good for you? I shouldn't be alive. No, those are already out there. I'm looking for like a cross promotion between the two. Yeah. I shouldn't have eaten this. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> a show called I Shouldn't Have Eaten This. <laughs> the thing is, you're just sitting there thinking, I shouldn't have eaten this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you want, Mr. Martin? Okay, what about for people who don't have any kids? Um, because you've already got you've got the, the baby bonus. And yeah, you've the got the child, child childcare rebate. Because it's all about the family. It's all about the family. But where's our cash? You know, like, I mean, the rest of us. What if we're what single people? The rest of us deliberately yeah. barren type. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, that's right. What are you hoping for, Rich? Well, I wouldn't mind just a $4,000 check in the mail. All oh, right. You know, just, you know what I'm saying? We have yeah. got benefits for families, rebates for families, childcare rebates, and for Richard Martin, <laughs> Series 4 of The Wire. Thank you. DVD. That's all I want. Yeah, just looks <laughs> like a single weird guy rebate. <laughs> what do you want to hear Mr. Costello say tonight, yeah. people? What do you want to see him do? What do you want to... To brighten up and you know, set up, set up the budget broadcast because it's usually tedious. Give us a call one triple three five three. I get no. There's a thumb pumping song here. Hear this on Triple M around the nation. Hey, Australia, it's budget night. Oh no, it's not. Says Labor. Enough out of you, Bonjour. 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 It's a good name for a band. Bonjour. No, just doing Bon Jovi covers at the beginning. Italian. Meet the Brett. That's be good. So many good ideas on the show. The listeners are full of them because what are we going to hear tonight out of Piss Costello's mouth? Maybe something more coherent than this thing. Yeah. Hi. You got there. Hey, John. How are you? Not too bad. How are you doing? Oh, good, man. What are we going to hear? The removal of the GST. Everything's so much cheaper now. Yeah, yeah. Petrol has gone up how many dollars in the last year? Yeah. The idea was everything was going to go up massively. But so ten, ten years ago, yeah. I think they had some sort of debate, and this guy thought that the GST would be good. One of the reporters asked him, what are the benefits of the GST? He could not give them an answer. It was going to get rid of the black economy. No one would be able to pay for anything in cash. Although... Every single person that comes to my house wants to be paid in cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> From drug dealers to plumbers. 
What about the Greeks? How can we how can we not pay something in cash? Exactly. <laughs> no cultural sensitivity that year. See? So much racism these days, it's disgusting. <laughs> Everything's more expensive. But the taxation system is so much simpler. It's so much simpler. Look when you used to be able to do your tax once a year. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone running a company. Yeah. You've got your payroll tax, your group tax, mm-hmm. your BASF, your... Mm-hmm. It's a tape, I know, but it's, I think you still have to pay it. <laughs> right now we've got the GSC. Hi, Chris. How you going, boys? No, we're good. What are we going to hear tonight? Got to say, love the show. Thanks, mate. <laughs> um, I heard uh, John, I could hear Johnny Howard saying uh, he wants to boost ministerial tracksuits by $6 million. Do you know the minister out there? No tracksuits on the morning. Not enough power walking. Uh, also, boys, yeah. I've got a lookalike for you. Yeah, yeah. Movie Beetlejuice. Yeah. Remember when he pulled his eyes back and his nose forward? Yeah. Doesn't that surprisingly look like Galen? Oh, <laughs> sure. A deformed Beetlejuice. It's very good, sir. They've finally done Beetlejuice 2, and I read it somewhere, yeah, it's going straight to video. Oh. Maybe Galen's in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can explain it. All right. Thanks, Chris. Uh, hello, Dave. How are you? Good guys, how you going? Excellent, what are we going to see tonight? I think uh, Mr Costello should rename himself PC and the Liberals and he should do a hip-hop. Oh! A rapping budget! Yes! Because we've already had just as much as 30 in the yellow suit doing a bit of rapping this morning. Call Exactly, that's what I mean. Good ideas for a better Australia. Thank you very much. Let's hope we see some of these tonight, thanks to everybody. It's very anti-family, our budget. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, nobody's flying the flag. Mm. Yeah. Single weird lotus. <laughs> <laughs> they just are. They get nothing out of it. Okay. Happy to help. the new election battleground. Happy to help. The computer wore tennis shoes crowd. Someone's here to introduce some common sense to the program in the next hour. We're going to work. We haven't seen her for ages. We love her. She's going to be here. Jane Kennedy. Tens of thousands of performers working together to create He's a mohawk. He is. He is way cool. He's such a good DJ, though. Yeah. How old is the oldest? Uh, six. Just six. Right. So is and, that um, someone on the internet? Yeah. That... Oh, well, she did um, say to me, Mum, if you go on www.blacks.com, um, it's like I can do a game and stuff. That's true. And I went, oh. So, yeah, she's just started to go on it. So, so don't encourage it. What is Blacks? Is it a doll? Yeah, it's a big-headed, well, sort of based, I guess, on Nicole Ritchie and uh, Paris Hilton type of doll. So we really don't want to encourage to be in the house, but unfortunately, 
They are um, ubiquitous. So you get the doll on a normal size, don't feed it, and it just sort of drains itself away so it's nice and skinny and a massive head? Yes, and it has this other rather strange affectation, and it's a little bit Heather Millsy, I have to say, because the feet are removable. Oh, okay. (laughs) And so instead of the, you know, as children used to dress up your dolls and have to put boots on them, now you just snap off the foot. And snap on the boot part. Kids can reenact the film Saw. That's yeah, fun. That's that's fun. But the thing is, you, uh, you'll you have someone in a couple of years that can do all the preferences on your email for you. That will be, although you know that I'm a tech head. So, oh, so yes, I'll have the class coming to me. Do you know how to... Oh, Ed knows how to do this. You know how to download TV shows illegally? Oh, yeah. Of course I do. Great. Do, you, do, you, do you partake, Jay? Of course not. <laughs> Hey, no, uh, no, that yeah. would be extremely illegal. Jane is not going to partake. She's a respected no. journalist around here. Mm. I am. This is where we first met Jane, reading the news yes. on Triple M. And this, this is really everyone listening around the network, this is going to freak you out. Many, many years ago, this was the theme song for the news. <laughs> That's right, and so you would sit there, mm-hmm. and every time the mm-hmm. ad break would end, and then you would have to push a button, and that would come on, right? Yes. Correct? Yes, I used to push lots of buttons, yes. So you would push that yeah. button, and that theme music would come on, and then when it had finished, you would speak quite seriously, so the yeah. news. And what we would do occasionally <laughs> is we would sabotage that car, so that, you know, coming from nearly 20 years ago, Jane sitting in the news booth, getting ready to present a serious bulletin, probably involving a plane crash or something, pushes the button and she hears... Okay, we've got the hijack story. We start with that. Yeah, um, first up, then we'll go straight into the AIDS survey. Right, then the, the condom uh, swagger thing. That'd be great. Right, then it's uh, weather and stuff. It should right. be fine, yeah, yeah, great. Fellas, fellas, where's Jane? Well, it's five seconds to news. Well, where is she? I, I saw her go out before. Where'd she where'd go? go? Um, oh, look, look, just run the thing. <laughs> Sometimes I do it and I look through the glass window and Tom Gleisner um, and Michael Veach, I think, who was uh, with us at the time, dropped their pants yeah. in front of me. But that was difficult because I was reading a story about someone who'd been murdered. And then I there, oh, I'm fumbling and laughing. And, oh, I'm sorry, I apologise to the family. Mm, anyway, yeah. ridiculous. Michael Veach, any excuse to drop the pants? <laughs> Can I uh, just say, Andrew called in earlier. We were talking the news. I said that a man had married a goat. Uh, he said that in the Herald Sun in Melbourne on Sunday, he said that the goat had died, so now he's a widower. So a big hello to anyone out there who's mourning the loss of their animal bride. <laughs> just got a kid surviving. Yeah. Oh, dear. Soiled the program. Wow. Give yourself some change for a dollar, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's going to ten cents, don't we? We'll be back with more, Sorry, hopefully, yeah. in a moment. That's all right. Oh. around the nation. Shane Kennedy is with us. There was something on TV last night. I don't know if this is only for our Melbourne listeners, the Carl Williams story. Yes, it's been, um, of course, the big underworld, um, gangland murders, etc., etc. We hope there's an end to this nasty cavalcade yes. of murder. And I mean, people around the country would know Carl Williams, the boy who ate all the pie. Uh, he's been put away for 35 years now. Say that joke now. Yeah. He's away for 35. Yes, 
And actually, Chopper Reed was uh, interviewed in this uh, sort of story that was featured on him last night on television. And Chopper said, in his inimitable way, um, listen, I wouldn't actually know Carl Williams if he was standing in my Wheaties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll just forgive me, Chop Chop, if I get this a little bit incorrect, but it was something that went like this. But as far as I'm concerned, Carl Williams is a fat-ass jelly bum dickhead. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Let him host the Logies. Let Chopper read host oh, the Logies. that's a good idea. You know what? I agree. Chopper and McFarlane. Chopper and McFarlane. <laughs> and uh, who's that bloke, uh, Roger Rogerson? Oh, yeah, he's, he's on the media. Yeah, he's there. getting around, isn't he? Let yeah. him do the green room. All these women, though, they're involved. It's a circus. It's oh, brilliant. Yeah. It's, you know, and I see there's this 21-year-old, very attractive young lad, comely lad, who's claiming to be Carl's girlfriend. He's away till he's 70, and it's yeah. just quite fascinating. I'm very concerned she thinks it's going to bring her fame and fortune. She's going to be asked to be on Dancing with the Stars. What did Carl say? He said he's still pulling them. <laughs> he's still pulling them from jail. He yelled that from the dock. <laughs> In my defence, Your Honour. Now, the lo- were you at the Logie Show? I was. I, oh. I have not been for five years. Actually, I haven't been invited for five years. Right, right. Um, but we were what nominated. What did you do last time? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, exactly what I did. No, I have been sitting at home watching it all right, these okay. years. And then we went along. But I just that red carpet thing. I know it's cliched and boring to say, oh, it's really nerve-wracking. But it's now at least half a kilometre long yes, to get down there. Yes. It is lined with hundreds and hundreds of people and photographers and reporters and people with radio mics and things like that. And it's really aggressive. People are just yelling at you, really like, James, James! <laughs> I what? I don't, you know, I Why are you running? What is it? They're going, like, come out! I'm just saying, no! And, and you just get this feeling, you just want to get off it. It's just so, yeah, it's really Did you do any interviews? Did you do any stop and chat? Oh, I sort of and the, you know, I just found it, I just felt very silly standing there. I was talking about a dress that was five years old. So I, didn't <laughs> <laughs> I think she thought I was kidding when I said, you know, it actually is five years old. So <laughs> you're right. Exactly. Exactly. Five-year-old dress. Take her down. It's so impressive, though, when you see people comfortable Yes. I'm so impressed, and Megan Gale knows the moves. And there's a big podium that you get on, oh. and and she's got about between five to ten moves up her sleeve. And I'm so impressed, and I'll never be there. I know. And you're right, and you see it because you don't see it in when you see the still shots because it's just in yeah. the poses. But when yeah. you see the video footage, and yeah. it's this one. The back is the thing, and if you've got a good back, yeah, you really do that action. And um, yeah. oh, look, it was it was a good night, I have to say. Where were you sitting? Like, what was your? We were sort of in the middle. Um, okay, that's all right. I had a couple of naughty schoolboys behind me. Really? Who was that? In the form of Richard Wilkins and Carl Stefanovic. Oh, wow. Those are sick in the box. They were up to a bit of mischief, both two. Really? Um, yeah, they were a bit of good fun. When Avril Lavigne came on and sang Girlfriend, mm. I looked around the room and people, it was like they were watching a documentary on the Kokoda Trail. <laughs> 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 their eyes were just popping out of their head. And 
I was next to some of the ABC reporters as well. Mm. <laughs> I would have been seeing you along. <laughs> and Peter Harvey was just had his arms crossed too on the two and I. He was just staring sort of with a furrowed brow. And it was, yeah, that was yeah, an odd choice. Just, I preferred her earlier work. Stinker <laughs> Boy was my favourite track. <laughs> Um, when Fusey did his um, quip about Carl Sandler, did you say that? Yeah, How quickly did they cut to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you was nice. Well, um, they were sort of nearby, and, and Carl's fiancée, Tamara, mm. um, really cacked herself, and they realised, oh, hang on, oh, no, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I just saw the body language really <laughs> change quick marks. There was some talk in the paper this week that uh, Kyle and Tamara had filmed their, uh, you know, the lead up to their wedding and everything it was going to be a reality show. Oh, this I believe this is going to be true. And then I don't know if this is right, but it's in the paper that they watched it back and decided it was rubbish. They <laughs> <laughs> weren't going to broadcast it, which I guess we should be, you know, thankful. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. that, I'm feeling about that because mm. I was that really looking forward stuff. to saying I that. I mean, if Flavor of Love can go to where, if, if Mini-Me nude on a little wheelchair <laughs> driving around a house being chased <laughs> by the middle kid from the Brady Bunch could be an entire half-hour of reality TV, which it is, surely, surely that can go surely to where. Surely that can go to and, and Florence Henderson didn't make an appearance as well, because she yeah. pops up in... She did. She she's the voice Carol of Brady. Of Reba. Oh, she's always there oh, advising oh, the Brady. Oh, Don't they remember when she slept with Shakes the Clown in that Bob Goldplay <laughs> movie? Remember that? She's wanted. Uh, okay, look, All this right. leads us to relationship deal breakers. See, we've got. Oh, I, yeah, I've got a clip, which we'll do in the next break. Let's do that next. Okay. I'll get this. <laughs> Here to this on Triple M, where Jane Kennedy's with us. Lord Mountbatten, reported. It was about that. Princess Diana is uh, heading off to a charity ball. Most of the day. What are we talking about here? Uh, have you got a clip for us there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, luckily, um, uh, I get up and watch the Today Show every morning. Yeah, it puts me in the happy mood. You see me when I get to work. Mm. And um, so this morning, I was lucky where the guy Steve Jacobs. He was down at the uh, at a museum in Melbourne because mm. they had a brand new exhibition of ancient Chinese artifacts. Yes. And uh, let's have a listen to how uh, how Steve got us in there. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> we're down at the Melbourne Museum this morning. Have you ever done any of that kind of stuff, Joe? I mean, you've done a bit of serious reporting on the TV. Did you ever have to be fired out of a cannon doing something? Um, no. Well, you know that I used to work on um, a program that was sort of more like a reporting show, like doing... Um, oh, like, no. You were on um, Nightlife yes. with Gavin Wood mm. and Ollie Martin. Ollie Martin, the writer-director of Houseboat Horror. Yes, yes. I, I've worked Jeez. with Legend. How did you not end up in Houseboat? It was it was already been made. In fact, they were oh. editing it, probably illegal, I think, at Channel 10 at the time. Oh, and the editing That <laughs> 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 was already finished. <laughs> that and a few porn movies. Yeah. yeah. the keeper. But no, I remember that uh, Tony Martin has reminded me of the time that I did this report on a suburb in Melbourne called Dandenong, yes. which is perhaps not your poshest suburb ar- around. 
and uh, it was the opening of a new night spot. Oh. And I'm sitting at the bar and I open the story of me sitting on a bar stool with a cocktail in my hand mm. and a barman behind me. Mm. And an umbrella's in the cocktail down. I turn around and go, thank you, child. Yes, at last, class and sophistication has come to Dandenong with the opening of the new hotel. Cheers. That was my big story. And I did a full-on proper story and many of those on Nightlife introducing viewers to the highlights of the underworld, basically, of Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I remember it is because it was about three people behind you. And I remember saying to you, were they the only three people in the restaurant? And they had to be herded into the background of the shot. Jay goes, yes. Because <laughs> it was shot at like 11 in the morning. <laughs> and it was like some early colours, like some really old people. <laughs> All right. Trying to use them up. Nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing against the non, of course. Uh, what are we talking about here? Relationship deal breakers. Mm-hmm. Now, do we have a reason for this? No. <laughs> Something to do with your life then? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, my friend, uh, I had a friend that was uh, seeing... Really, this friend? Yeah. No, no, honestly a friend. Really? Yeah, this, honestly a friend? Is John? No, it was... Oh, John. <laughs> I can't say. No, I won't say that. Don't say who So, anyway, this friend of mine was seeing somebody, and he said to me, oh, I think I've got to break it off. And I said, why? He goes... Because I just, I just, I don't, I just don't like being seen in public with her. And I said, well, <laughs> I said you probably should break it off. And, I'm not, and then he got dumped by her the next day. And then he called me every week. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? She dumped me. Can you believe it? But why didn't he want to be seen in public with her? I've no idea. I've no idea. Well, that's pretty. Um, that that's pretty tough. Yeah, that's hard. So that's a deal breaker right there, my friends. Mr. Marsden, come on, surely you've had some deal breaking action. Well, you know, again, you meet people who just, I mean, after 17 years on the air. They don't get or like The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still a few out there. Yeah. Some people who just don't, yeah. can't wrap their head around the fact that it's really clever and funny. Mm-hmm. That's a deal breaker. Is that right? Oh, I, yeah, I think that's probably fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I can go out with someone who didn't laugh at The Simpsons. Yeah. And I'm sorry to, you know, TV and movies, but The Big Lebowski as well. You've got to like The Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're talking about? I know. And that, I, I lost all of my credibility with a friend of mine who I used to recommend movies to. Yeah. And with The Lebowski, he did not like it. <laughs> once, and he won't answer the phone. Really? Anymore. Just that's it. None of my movie recommendations have taken. Have you seen, you've seen The Big Lebowski? Yes, film? I have. It's yes. not. It's, it's all right. There's not a lot of story. You know, you don't get into it. It's, it's just funny scenes and funny people, and it's yes. just a fun place to yeah. be for yeah. a couple of hours. Oh, yeah. it, Rich, we could go out. Let's do it. I like it. <laughs> Have you been the victim of... What about you, Martin? Well, yeah, I've been in so few yeah. relationships. <laughs> and I've just always gone I've just always gone out with women. It's like you're not interested in children, are you? No. no. Sport. <laughs> and that's it, sport. Yeah. Football, do you back for anyone? Football, no. no. Right. As simple as that. There'll be nothing for me to know. So when it's a sunny day, you just go door knocking, yeah. and there's a lady inside. Yeah. Hey, what was the thing we were talking about? You saw that movie, Children of Men. Oh, yeah. That's, and, and that's good fun. Richard describing it, it's a nightmarish vision of a Dystopic future where there are no children, no one can have children. I'm going, sounds great. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Restaurants will be quiet. Movies won't be interrupted. People's weddings won't be interrupted by crying babies right at the, you know, important moment. Moments. Budgets will be full of things for people who aren't in families. There are some of us out there, you know. Oh, you're right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's turning slowly but surely into grumpy old men. Okay. <laughs> Let's not have that. Call us up with your relationship deal breakers. You can have laid them down yourself or been 
subjected to top one. Yeah. Been at either end of a relationship deal breaker. One triple three five three. I think it's a watch this space situation. <laughs> Pulling power of Nissan Navara. It's get this around the nation on Triple M. We're talking relationship deal breakers, and just before we went back on air, Ed was going for a few of his own. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite a lot. We could just do a segment with you. Jane Kennedy is with us. I once had a guy um, when he wrote me a poem, a real one. A poem. Mm. Was it good? Yeah. No. Can you remember it? <laughs> no, I've erased it. Was it, was it kind of? It was really like you know, loving them and stuff. Yeah, you gotta hate that. Yeah. That guy. I just can't. Yeah, poetry's not my thing. No. Poetry. Well, maybe let's see what the listeners have. Hi, hi, Katrina. How are you? Hi, how are you? Uh, we're a good deal breaker. Um, I uh, I actually broke up with somebody uh, for uh, because he didn't like my cat. <laughs> <laughs> and how many cats do you have? Um, I have three. I'm a vet nurse, so uh, oh. animals are fairly important to me. And uh, he said they weren't funny enough, so. <laughs> Funny enough, funny. <laughs> they didn't have enough material. Yep, yep. <laughs> Have you ever seen the cat's performance in, uh, in the first Austin Powers movie? It's hysterical. <laughs> Dr. Evil's white cat. Oh, did yeah. your cats in general or just your cats weren't funny enough? I've seen my cat. Oh, your cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, I don't think I'm with him. Sorry. <laughs> really? Mm. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Ed Cavalier would like to get your number. Hey, Katrina, do your cats, uh, do, they go live, do they go and sit in the sink? Do they? Yes, yes, I have one cat that sits in the sink. Oh, and he didn't think that was funny enough. Come on, bro. <laughs> anyway. All right, that's right. a deal breaker. Mm. We've got a get whole lot more <laughs> lined up and ready to go. We'll meet him next. I'll get this. <laughs> you too. Beautiful day here at Get This on Triple M. Jane Kennedy is with us, and we're canvassing the audience for relationship deal breakers. Hello, Jeff. How are you? G'day, guys. How are you? Excellent, sir. Uh, what happened? Well, let's just say I was going out with a couple of girls for a couple of weeks, yeah. and uh, I was quite keen on her, and we eventually one night spent the night together. Oh, yeah. And then the next morning we were lying in bed watching TV, and that crazy frog song came on the TV. Yeah. And, well, that was it. That was enough. Oh, she was she liked it? She liked it. She said, I love this song. Oh. And that was it. No. <laughs> Couldn't go on from there. You're out the door before the final verse? Oh, well, I hope I politely dropped her back at home and then put her on total radio silence. There you go. Yep. Yeah, as simple as that. As simple as that. Was there any other song that would have done it, like Turtle? No, nothing, nothing inside Sanger as much as that song, does yeah, it? The ketchup song came on, or maybe the Macarena. Would that like to party? Finger <laughs> <laughs> boy, snapping. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jim. A song, a single song. All right. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough because that's people can have eclectic tastes, you see. That's true. You know. Like, what? Oh, really? Mm. Crazy Frog? Yes, Well, you did do that Venga, all that. Venga Boy. Oh, you love Kind of partial to that. Oh, uh-huh. Steal My Sunshine by Lynn. Oh, that was good stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good. What about Under My Umbrella? Ella. Ella. No. By Rihanna. Dum, 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 dum. Oh, it's Toto's Africa. Deal breaker. Who else has got one here? Beautifully done. Uh, hello, James. How are you? Yeah, good. Good to see you. Excellent. Do you sing? Uh, no, I don't know. Who is your deal breaker, mate? Well, I met this uh, nice girl. I thought I'd uh, invite her home for dinner and talk. Crazy frog, sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. And I, I thought I'd get a latest release out. It was with Brian Brown, Heath Ledger. It was called Two Hands. Yes. 
we got the first 10 minutes into it and she told me to turn it off. The language was too foul. Pretty good film, and Brian Brown's really on fire in that one. Damn, yeah, I, I thought if she can't handle that language, she can't handle my mother, so that's yeah. it. <laughs> Fair enough. Your mum looks like Brian Brown, or <laughs> like a bit of a pirate. <laughs> Thank you, James. A song, a movie. Yeah, that's territory. What else have we got? Bruce, how are you? Bruce? Hey, how are you? Oh, excellent, sir. What's our deal breaker? Um, I've got a friend who lives in Sydney and she went out with a guy on a date and he ordered a steak that got it well done. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, you can't do that. <laughs> he didn't get a second date. Well, they're not a vegetarian. I don't mind the meat being burnt, but just not that much. Yeah. It's very unsophisticated. Uh, yeah, no, you've got to have it medium rare or rare. Or blue. Oh, yeah, no, you know what? That is, that's rubbish. You can have it well done. You think? Yeah, yeah but the chef might spit on it. What? Yeah, that's what they do sometimes because they don't like to overcook the meat. And sometimes chefs just give it a quick one, two. What about medium well? That's what I get. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Don't go the well. How's he, uh, <laughs> how's he traveling these days, Bruce? Snooty. Uh, it was a she. She canned him. Oh, oh no, you're okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> all unusual, really. Yeah, well, good luck for that one. Fair enough. Uh, it's pretty. Hello, Ian. How are you? Hey, Nadan. Well, I'm a little bit upset at the spitting on the steak. Uh, tell me, what's uh, your deal breaker, homie? Uh, it was actually my sister-in-law. Good. Um, and I'm not absolutely sure if this was the deal breaker, but it was one I heard yesterday. It was like their mar- their whole marriage was like. Oh, the hey, you're not Russell Crowe, are you? No, no, no. no. <laughs> their whole marriage was like the War of the Roses. Do you remember that movie? The the yeah, it's a whole thing was like that. But in the end, she after that, having a kid, she discovered religion in the form of exercise. Oh, yeah. Became became intensely like together her baby, pre-baby figure and all that stuff back and um, tried to get just badgered him to, keep, to come out with him and she, he was more of the like Tony style I think yeah. of sedentary habits yeah. so this, it got to the point where he would actually she would run and he would drive the car beside her oh he <laughs> <laughs> was Robert D. Costello and he's in the support car <laughs> and this relationship ended um yeah just put the foot on the accelerator kept going it was gone Thank you, Ian. Thank thank you, Ian. And thank you for accusing me of being sedentary. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Does that mean a a cliff face that's crumbling? I'm not sure. I thought it meant you bloomed in autumn. (laughs) (laughs) We know what we're talking about here. Hi, Rob. Hey, Gun. Excellent, sir. You're a deal breaker? Uh, Yeah, I invited a girl out from work one time and went to the pub and um, she got really, really drunk and went outside to smoke some wacky tobacco and. Stole my mate's car to drive home with and pranged it and got done to your wife. What was the deal breaker? I don't understand. That's hilarious. Yeah, the one you got back. I just like to see. At least have driven through the front of someone's house. Yeah. That's putting it. Well, that's quite a story. What a girl. Thanks to everyone who called him a deal breaker. Jane, now. Can I ask, I know you have children, but do you have a dog? Because I remember uh, Jess uh, yes. passed away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. A wonderful dog. Jess might have even appeared on the telly a few she times. She did. She was the um, uh, cocaine-sniffing dog um, <laughs> in the late show. Fantastic. Shepherd. And you've not uh, got a new no, dog? No, it's just I can't no, even. I can't put three in nappies. What can I say? Right. Not toilet training, anything more. Well, I actually, uh, I interviewed my dog on the show the other day. Ed, you weren't here. <laughs> you missed that. We've had a few requests. Uh, yes, B. Nigel Green has uh, emailed, wants to hear 
the interview with my dog. That'll be next on Get This. Leave me alone, says Pink. Here at Get This, I'm happy to. Lemba. Jane Kennedy is sitting in. And, mm-hmm. and Joe, we were just talking about YouTube. Uh, yeah. So much of our old work keeps popping up on there. The olden days is uh, yeah. doing the rounds. Oh, I still enjoy having a little look at that. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's a few bizarre topical references. Yeah. But <laughs> what were you saying? Cecilia got you to quote a line? Well, you just said she saw it before, and, um, and I said, yes, one of the gents has anybody seen news bread rolls? <laughs> and my character, Caroline, she said, I'm sorry, I don't understand a word you're saying. I can't hear a word you're saying, and she's got the bum, <laughs> hair bum. I have to look it up on YouTube. It's, it's classic. Yeah. YouTube is what it is. Now, no, the best bit in the old days, my favourite bit is that, I don't want jokes about that. I don't want jokes about big tits and small dicks. And the guy just looks down. The guy looks down. We were so happy with that. We took a week off after that guy looked down. If uh, Beverly wasn't here, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Cal Wilson filled in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tom Gleisner. And uh, I brought in an interview that I'd done at home with my dog. Here it is again. Testing. Have you ever rented a video? Uh, yep. That's fine. Okay, buddy. See? You ready? Speak. Good girl. Here's a big. No, you're not going to get one every time. Okay? Got a lot to get through here. Say hello to Cal Wilson. And uh, any cats she might have. Okay, just testing. Richard Marsland's here. And uh, Tom Gleisner by in the next hour. Tom's got a dog. Very good. All right, B. Uh, what I want from you is one bark for yes, two barks for no. Lips of an angel, one of your favourites? All right. How do you think April's been going? <laughs> Well, there wasn't even a question. No, it was not. No, you're not having a beer. No, you're not. You can have a sausage. Do you want to do so? Here we go. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna really, really, really wanna zing a zing. There's a beer. And a sausage. Stop thinking about that crumb under the fridge. All right, we've got to get on with the show. Uh, Ed Cavalier's not here. He's not. He's no. And if he, we're recording this at home, you wouldn't be getting any sandwich. This doesn't make any sense. I want you to think of that uh, donkey courtroom thing he did the other day. Exactly. All right. Back to the studio. You know, I was imagining though you're smiling all the way through. Oh, Labrador! You've got a Labrador and big cats and nothing left on the floor of your kitchen. Never like you regularly. Every day, Jane. Thanks for coming in. Pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Good luck in that room. Oh, thanks, thanks. Hopefully, someone. Oh, I forgot to get a babysitter. Be right. I'll be in the car. And our key phrase today, what do you think it was, Mr. Barnes? What do we have? That's the embankment. Oh, yeah, a little bit of embankment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. We're putting this show together. It's like Walter Robert. We just laid out the train tracks. Oh, we need to. 